Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Forecast for the weekend, Steve Rudin. Wet weather will overspread the DMV. Moving through the evening will become moderate to heavy at times, especially come 8, 9, 10 o'clock. Could be looking at anywhere between a half inch to an inch and a half of rain. We have flood alerts for the DMV. After that, it just becomes windy and temperatures tomorrow will be in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds have definitely increased 49 in Annandale, 47 right now in Germantown. At 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson, coming up. Wow, that didn't take long. The Washington Commanders have hired their new head of football operations. It may not be just the Caps and Wizards moving to a new arena in Alexandria. The Georgetown men's basketball team could soon follow. Get ready for another blast of rain and wind this evening. WTOP is your first alert weather station. Stay here for the latest. And it's almost time for the people of Iowa to caucus in to decide which Republican candidate they want for president. We'll go live to icy and snowy Iowa with CBS News correspondent Ed O'Keefe coming up at 4.15. Just before the close on Wall Street, the Dow down 117, but the Nasdaq up 3, S&P up 4. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Peter King. Hours after U.S. and British strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen, National Security Spokesman John Kirby says the U.S. is not looking for more of the same. There's no war with the Houthis. We don't seek a war uh, in Yemen with the Houthis. We want to to see these attacks stop. But Kirby says the U.S. will respond accordingly if the attacks on ships in the Red Sea continue. Some lawmakers who usually support the president say they're not happy about the attacks. Here's White House correspondent Weijia Chang. They say that President Biden and should have sought the approval of Congress to do this. And these are members of the president's own party. These are progressive Democratic lawmakers um, who believe that, uh, you know, they should have been informed and had a vote in this matter because uh, they are worried that this could broaden the war even more. President Biden says Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin should have told him about his recent illness and hospitalizations, but he still has confidence in him. Austin had surgery December 22nd and was hospitalized again for prostate cancer New Year's Day. It was days before the president and other top government officials found out. Federal prosecutors say they want the death penalty for a white shooter who targeted black people at a western New York supermarket two years ago. A white supremacist who was only 18 at the time shot and killed 10 black shoppers at a Buffalo grocery store in May of 2022. Mark Talley's 63-year-old mother, Geraldine, was among the victims. If God willing, I live to 80. He lives to 80. I would prefer to see him tortured for the rest of his life in prison. The now 20-year-old white gunman is already serving a life sentence with no chance of parole after he pleaded guilty to state charges of murder and hate-motivated domestic terrorism. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Plows are out in Iowa, where a big snowstorm is hitting much of the Midwest. It feels like temperature in Des Moines is just two degrees above zero. The timing couldn't be worse for candidates campaigning for Monday's Iowa caucuses. Here, CBS is now Brand. Heavy snow snagged campaign plans with time running out for Republican presidential candidates to make their case to Iowa caucus goers. We had to rearrange the schedule, but we're out working hard. 
The weather did not stop Florida Governor Ron DeSantis from holding some campaign stops Friday, but the super PAC supporting him postponed other events. Texas is bracing for a deep freeze next week, similar to the one in which more than 200 people died when tens of thousands lost power in 2021. Governor Greg Abbott says it won't happen again. We feel very good uh, about uh, the status of the Texas power grid. Wall Street at the close, the Dow had lost 118 points. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP Friday, January 12th, 2024. Cloudy skies. We're sitting at 48 degrees in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, only days after firing head coach Ron Rivera, the Washington Commanders make a substantial new hire. Adam Peters is the new head of football operations. Peters has been the assistant GM for the San Francisco 49ers for seven years. He is 49 and was considered a top contender for the commander's job. The Chargers and the Raiders were also apparently interested in him. WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace talks about finding a head coach now that Peters is in place. George gets into the mindset of new owner Josh Harris. They have these interviews, some in person. The coaching interviews have started to be virtual, especially with guys that are still in the playoffs. But if you have Harris and Rick Spielman and Bob Myers, and then for the second round of interviews, they brought in Mitch Rails and Magic Johnson. So just imagine the room that you know, you're trying to lock these guys in. Imagine that walking into a room like that. So I would imagine that it's a high-energy situation. And look, he wanted to get it done quickly, but he also wanted to get it done right. And I think that is key here. They're not rushing into anything, but they've identified what they want to do. And step one is complete, and it's a big one. Keep it here on WTOP. Go over to WTOP.com for continuing coverage of the big changes with the commanders. Well, it may not just be the Caps and Wizards moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could do the same. NBC4 reports if the deal to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through, the Hoyas would be part of that deal. An internal report obtained by News 4 reveals the plan to include Georgetown hoops. It shows those games would be needed to make all the funding work. The whole package still needs to be approved by the Virginia legislature and the Alexandria City Council. The deal also includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. 4.05 again tonight. We're expecting lots of rain and high winds, even as some of us recover from the severe weather that we had earlier this week. A flood watch kicks in at 6 this evening for our region. We could see moderate to heavy rain throughout the night. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin says the rain and high winds aren't the only issues we need to cope with in the coming days. Once we get through the weather maker tonight into early tomorrow morning and of course the wind advisory on Saturday, all eyes are focused on early next week. We'll have plenty of cold air in place and a chance for some wintry weather. The only problem is the models. They're not in total agreement. Some are off just a bit. It could very well turn out to be absolutely nothing or maybe an inch of snow, but we're not looking at a blockbuster event come Tuesday. Stay tuned to WTOP for traffic and weather on the 8th. Well, Metro says it's doing more track work this weekend and that will impact travel on parts of the blue, orange, and silver lines. The track work closures already started. They run through Monday. The courthouse and the Rosalind stations are closed. Now, we also have street closures in effect in our region uh, over the weekend. Now, on Saturday, tomorrow, there's a planned demonstration downtown of Freedom Plaza. 
And that could close some streets in downtown D.C. And we have street closures in effect on Monday for the annual MLK Day Parade in Southeast. You can get more info on all the metro closures and street closures at WTOP.com. 406, there's a new sheriff in town in Culpeper County. And he says in the two weeks that he's been on the job, he's been picking up the pieces his predecessor left behind. Culpeper County Sheriff Tim Chilton tells NBC4 he's ready to start fighting crime. I still have a lot of gas in the tank for going out here and doing it myself. But right now, I'm doing nothing but finding things to fix. Former Sheriff Scott Jenkins was indicted on federal public corruption charges last June for allegedly handing out auxiliary deputy sheriff's appointments in exchange for cash bribes and large donations to his re-election campaign. Chilton has since suspended the program. He also did a deep dive into financial records he described to be in disarray. We found some of those receipts where they were $120, $220 buffets on county taxpayer money. Grace Newton, WTOP News. D.C. leaders say they are faced with a tough budget year and they're searching for departments to make cuts. One of those agencies that could lose money helps the homeless. That, and that could spark a number of debates between the mayor and the council. WTOP Sandra Jones gets some insight from D.C.'s Department of Human Services Director. Tackling spending pressures in the district. We're going to do everything we can to protect the services and supports that are essential to our social service programs, but it's not going to be pain-free. That's D.C.'s Director of DHS, Laura Green-Zeilinger. She's responding to a recent email from her department telling housing and homelessness nonprofits to tighten their budgets because cuts are coming. We didn't say, this is what we need you to cut. This is what your new grant agreement or contract says please come up with a plan to tell us where you might be able to find some savings that did not sit well with dc's at-large council member robert white what we're looking at is bad budgeting and bad planning as opposed to an unforeseen set of emergencies sandra jones wtop news coming up in money news after traffic and weather 250 barbecue comes to dc and why it's called 250 i'm jeff glabel it's four uh, make that 408 Traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hey, Sean, this is going to be one of the easier Fridays to get around of the year, I think. January rush hour is usually a little tamer, leading into a three-day weekend. A lot of people probably made it four, and uh, many others, no doubt, teleworked. So all the slowdowns on the Beltway, 66, 270, and the BW Parkway, usually they're longer on a Friday afternoon. Uh, this afternoon, it's going to be more tolerable, the congestion. And uh, there really aren't any major incidents to go over either in Brandywine. Southbound on Route 301 near Brandywine Crossing, a secondary crash. The initial crash down in McKendree Road is already out of the way, but uh, the latter one backs traffic up uh, to about, uh, well, on Branch Avenue, probably back to near uh, Birch Hill Road or so. But by the time you get there, it'll probably be out of the way. Route 50, clear sailing between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, and nothing to worry about in the district apart from congestion on 395 near the wharf and DC 295 between the 11th Street Bridge and Benning Road. Par for the course. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Moderate to heavy rain will overspread the DMV this evening. We'll be looking at temperatures rising through the 40s into the 50s. 
50s and wind gusts upwards of 40 miles per hour. All this will draw to a close just after midnight. Temperatures will begin to slide. Skies will gradually clear and that's going to give way to a much cooler day on Saturday. Highs will be in the 40s with feels like temperatures in the 30s. A wind advisory with wind gusts upwards of 40 to 50 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 DuPont Circle, Germantown also at 47. We have 49 in Annandale and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. A Fed rate cut sooner rather than later may now be back on the table. Inflation at the wholesale level was a no-show last month. Wholesale prices fell a tenth of a percent in December. That brought full-year wholesale price inflation to 2023 down to just 1%. Citigroup is cutting 20,000 jobs, almost 10% of its workforce as part of its biggest restructuring in decades. Citigroup posted a rare quarterly loss at $1.8 billion. Downtown D.C. is getting authentic Texas barbecue. Riverdale Park's 250 Barbecue plans an outpost at 4th and K in Mount Vernon Triangle. It'll open tomorrow. Southern Living Magazine named it one of the best barbecues in America. 250 has no real hours. It sells its smoked meats until they're sold out each day. Also, the name 250 refers to the ideal temperature for slow smoking. The Dow end of the day down 118 points. The S&P 500 index up four. The Nasdaq up three for the week. The S&P 500 index gained almost 2%. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up on WTOP, it's the last weekend of campaigning in Iowa for the Republican presidential caucuses. That's ahead of Monday's event there. But are snow and below freezing temperatures shutting everything down? We'll go live to CBS News correspondent Ed O'Keefe, who's got some chattering teeth going. It's 412. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The Man Who Became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. 
TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Later this hour, wait a minute, they're now making another Top Gun movie? We'll tell you what we know so far. That's coming up. Keep it here on WTOP. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. We have reached the final weekend of campaigning for the GOP presidential candidates ahead of Monday's Iowa caucuses. But the weather, wow, it's downright dangerous in some spots, and that has led to some events becoming virtual. Well, joining us live from Des Moines, Iowa, is CBS News political correspondent Ed O'Keefe. Ed, good to have you back on. Hope you are bundled up and staying warm somewhat. We are. We are. Okay, good. Uh, there's not much going on outside today. Well, and the weather is really becoming the story. So have the candidates been able to get out and meet anyone right now to make their last minute pitches during all this bad weather in Iowa? Not quite. Believe it or not, even though they're used to snow and, and wind and low temperatures out here in the Midwest, this blizzard has canceled several political events today for Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, the Florida governor, DeSantis, stopped by his headquarters in suburban Des Moines to thank a bunch of -of out-of-state volunteers and Florida officials who had come to the state to work the phones this weekend and try to compel people to turn out Monday night. So he stopped by to see them and then canceled everything else. Nikki Haley turned three different rallies that were supposed to happen in the state into telephone town halls instead. And there are concerns that former President Donald Trump, who is trying to keep to his schedule tomorrow, might have to change things up. He's got one big rally out in this small western farm town that, you know, he's going to draw several hundred, if not thousands of people. The concern is they might have to be waiting in those lines that we've seen for years for his events out in temperatures where you could get frostbite after 10 minutes of exposure. Mm. So how do you take care of that situation and still get the chance to see him and for him to see the voters? Uh, those are the kinds of logistical challenges facing these campaigns this weekend, let alone how do you get people to turn out Monday night at that specific 7 p.m. Central Time hour? to participate. And we know there's always a chance for something unusual to happen, but the polls seem to guarantee Donald Trump will win. So how important is second place for Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis, who appear to be the closest? Oh, it's essential because, yeah, totally essential because it buys them all the momentum and justification to continue. Uh, You know, if you're Ron DeSantis, who's built a formidable organization in this state where you have to go precinct by precinct and county by county to find people in 1,600 different precincts that will hold these caucuses, you want to get as close to the former president as you can to continue making the argument that while he may have been a great president for Republicans, 
it's time to move on to somebody else or the entire 24 campaign season will be about the former president's legal trouble. Ditto to Nikki Haley, who is hoping to get some decent showing here in Iowa to vault her even higher in the New Hampshire standings. There have been some surveys out this week to put her within single digits of the former president, but the other campaigns dispute that. We'll see. So, yes, a close second or second at all essentially makes you the top alternative to him. And remember, these are the first ballots being cast by Republican primary voters since the January 6th insurrection, since the end of the 2020 campaign, and since all that has befallen on the former president since that time. Uh, It's a good marker of really where his support is and how formidable his campaign re-election operation is here and is prepared to be across the country. And in the 30 seconds we have left, you get a sense of what the voters are saying. Do most of most of them in Iowa there for the caucus made up their mind? Uh, there are. Yeah, probably. But I was struck this week at how many last minute folks uh, were still trying to decide between various options, usually the non-Trump options at this point. My question is, if they don't get a chance to see somebody here in the next few days because of the weather, do they make a decision on gut? Do they default back to the former president or worse? Do they just stay home? We'll have to wait and see. Ed, good to talk to you again. Thanks much and stay warm. Take care. Mm -hmm. Ed O'Keefe, CBS correspondent, covering the Iowa caucuses. Let's head to the traffic center now. Dave Dildine. Capital Beltway traffic heavy near the Bethesda, Potomac, Silver Spring, College Park, and Largo exits. But around the Beltway and around the region, rush hour traffic is remarkably unremarkable. Uh, Overall, less traffic compared to yesterday. A lot of folks probably making it a four-day weekend. And incidents are very few and far between. There was one on 210 south near Fort Washington Road. There was also one southbound on 301 near Brandywine Crossing. Neither really having an appreciable effect on southbound traffic. It's certainly heavy in the uh, nearby neighborhood, but um, uh, I don't think the crashes are much of a factor. And in Virginia, 66 west, only slow near Nutley Street and 123 and eastbound near Fairfax Drive and Ballston. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world. It will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Veronica, set us up for the weekend. Uh, Got all kinds of stuff going on here for the next few days. We do. Yeah, a little bump in the road here tonight with some rain that's going to be moving in, developing uh, after 5 o'clock and probably prior to about 8 p.m. most locations. That rain will oversweep the area and the intensity of the rain is going to be picking up. So it could be moderate at times, a little heavy, expecting about a half to one inch of rain. And with the fact that it's been so wet already this month of January, our third wettest now on record in 153 years, we've got a flood watch that will start at 6 p.m. and end at 6 a.m. Saturday. The other thing is that we're going to get some wind with this system, too. We've got a wind advisory that will go up at 7 a.m. Saturday and stay up until 4 p.m., our windiest time period, probably around lunchtime to 1 o'clock, with gusts 40 to 50 miles per hour. At least the rain will be done. Skies will be clearing. Now, let's talk temperatures, because we've been doing okay today, 40s and 50s across the area. Temperatures will continue to rise as the warm front moves up and north of us. And then the cold front will move through. It's going to take some time, though, for those 
temperatures to drop tomorrow. So a gradual drop in our temperatures, but with the winds whipping throughout the day, Saturday, it will feel much colder than the 52, 55 degrees that we've got for a high temperature on the day. We'll feel more like we're in the 40s. As far as the rain, again, it's out of here and the entire weekend is going to be dry. Feels like temperatures for Sunday afternoon in the upper 30s to lower 40s. The actual air temperature we're forecasting at 47 degrees. Right now, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday Monday, the parade going to be a cold one with morning temperatures in the 20s, the afternoon in the mid 30s. Coldest air of the season set to move in next week. Right now, we've got 50 degrees in the district. Greenbelt at 46 degrees. Manassas, 48. Thanks, Veronica. Still ahead on WTOP. Getting creative with unused land in Northeast. It is perfect for a community park. I'm Nick Ainelli. 422. Hey, Washington, D.C. Are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon. And for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line. With auto pay plus taxes and fees. When you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. $180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, call one melwood today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. This is WTOP News. 423. Well, they say it would add green space and enhance the community. Some residents in Northeast D.C. are working with the district to build a 40,000 square foot park in their neighborhood. It's a piece of land in the shape of a triangle in the Union Market area. And some who live there say it should be turned into green space. It is perfect for a community park. Reginald Shaw Richardson is leading a community effort to get a park built there near 4th Street and New York Avenue in Northeast. He's in talks with D.C.'s Parks and Recreation Department, looking at next steps for how the land could be developed. They are working with us to try to figure out which entities own it, to try to get it cleaned up, at least for now. He says building the park will cost $3.5 million. We are going to reach out to the community and try to get them to contribute to this wonderful pocket park, which is something D.C. doesn't have. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. have to wait another three decades to feel the need, the need for speed again. That's right. Paramount is working on a third Top Gun movie. This according to multiple reports. Now, Tom Cruise still has to approve the project, but he is expected to return along with co-stars Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. It was released 36 oh, years after the original Top Gun oh, Maverick. God. Huge success. Took in more than a billion dollars at the box office. Got an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture, so get ready. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Are you Tom Cruise? You want to be Tom Cruise, George uh, Wallace? Yeah. Come on. I mean, who wouldn't want to be Maverick in Top Gun? I, I was close. Were you? Yeah, it was close. Yeah. All right, it you were between, singing at a bar? It was, no, it was between oh, okay. me and him. And he just, oh, since he had already played Maverick, he had already played Maverick. Yeah, he had the love experience. Yeah, George the Wallace, advantage. Tom yeah. Cruise. I, listen, yeah. I'm all for that. We don't. We can't wait another 36 years, oh, no. but if we get a third one, <laughs> I thought this one was <laughs> pretty good. Can. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> all right, good times uh, for the commanders as Adam Peters has been hired as the new general manager. Josh Harris took five days since firing Ron Rivera. Got it done quickly.